This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Jim Brown was a titan, which means he was larger than man. He was bigger and faster and stronger than everybody on the field. Jim Brown is bigger than life. He feels competitive for justice as he was on the field for excellence. Just before noon on May 19th, 2023, athlete, actor, and activist Jim Brown died in Los Angeles after a long illness. He was 87 years old. Brown is, quite possibly, the greatest American athlete ever, period. But as great as he was on the field, his time as a civil rights pioneer who championed revolutionary causes and ideas was perhaps more impressive and impactful. During a time when athletes, especially black athletes, were expected to know their places and keep their mouths shut, Brown was a fiercely proud rabble-rouser who paved the way for later generations to openly fight for the causes that matter to them. The world has lost a legend. I'm Jason Beckerman. I'm Derek Kaufman. And this is a special episode of Last Day's Jim Brown. Jason, one of the first things that comes to mind about the passing of Jim Brown is his athletic prowess. This is a man who has been labeled the greatest, if not one of the greatest football players of all time, and the greatest lacrosse player of all time. So he really was a guy ahead of his time, just sort of a generational talent. It's hard for people uh, who are younger to really realize how profoundly he impacted all of the sporting world when he came out of Syracuse back in the 50s. This is a guy who is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame since 1971. So he is really from another generation, but he held records for decades after he left the sport. One of the interesting things about his character on the on the field was that he was absolutely uncompromising and rugged. This was a guy whose old footage you see, he would have tacklers sort of hanging on him for yards. He was so much stronger and faster than the competition that it really looked like he was playing a different sport than the people out there. If it wasn't for Jim Brown, I'm going to make a huge statement here. If it wasn't for Jim Brown, I don't know that the NFL is what it is today. He brought about an athleticism to the game that had never been seen before and brought an audience to NFL football to the to, to football, men's professional football, which was not nearly as big prior to Jim Brown as baseball was, certainly, or boxing, or even basketball was in its nascent, nascent days. Jim Brown brought this to the mainstream. He singularly was an athlete that people turned, tuned in to watch. He's largely responsible for the development of football into the 1960s. Um, talking about lacrosse for just a second, never a huge sport, obviously, in America. Sure. Syracuse University's lacrosse team has been the best lacrosse or was for decades the best lacrosse program in the country because Jim Brown was there. He is so far and away the greatest lacrosse player in the history of the sport that talking about number two is a disservice to him. He is one, two, through ten. For in lacrosse, to give it to give it some context, he's like the Wayne Gretzky of lacrosse. Yes. Number two is so far behind him that you don't even really talk about that person right. in the sport. Um, the other thing that's a really interesting thing about Jim Brown is he left the sport obviously before all of the money became huge. He was already retired for a long time, and Franco Harris, another very famous running back, was about to eclipse his record. And Jim Brown in 1983, this is a man who was born in 1936, so he was already in his 40s, decided, I need to come back and preserve my record because I don't like the way Franco Harris runs the football. And it was one of the best stories in the early 80s because Franco Harris 
legend in his own right, would often run out of bounds when he would gain a lot of yardage before he got tackled to sort of Which is very himself. common in today's game. Very yes. common. And not very Jim tough. Brown. Not yes. Jim Brown. Jim Brown would not run out of bounds. He would take on tacklers because he thought that was part of football to fight and scrap for every single yard. Right. And this element of his character is what makes him fascinating off the field as well. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. So it's, I was going to say, this uncompromising fashion of doing things, uncompromising way of doing things was exactly what made him special off the field. He was fiercely determined civil rights leader. He was very outspoken. He famously supported Muhammad Ali's efforts to avoid joining this, the, uh, this, the Vietnam War, avoid being drafted in the Vietnam War. Yes. He's a very famous photo where he's sitting with with uh, not only Muhammad Ali, with Kareem and Bill Russell. Malcolm and, X. And Malcolm X, right. I mean, he's yes. in those photos, and there aren't many. In the center of those photos. He's the, the one with center. the microphone in front of him. That's right, yeah. because he was earlier than all the athletes who came after him. Even Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is younger than Jim Brown, so he was involved in them, but often off to the side. He was so tall right. that you would always see Kareem in those pictures. But at the center, on right. the dais, he was the wise, Jim Brown. He was the wiser old man, who, yes. who, with all due respect, the wiser old man who would do the talking for the group. And he was also insane. Insanely intelligent. Yes. I mean, he could really so sort of if you ever hear Jim Brown talk, the one thing he could do is really harness an issue and, and boil it down to its most critical themes and talk about it so succinctly. He was really an impressive guy. And, and to your point, it was the succinctness that he spoke with. He didn't speak in large flowery yes. terms, but he had such gravitas to him. When he spoke, people really listened because yes. he commanded a lot of respect. There was a movie recently that came out called One Night in Miami, which is about Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, and Sam Cooke hanging out one night at a hotel and talking about civil rights issues. And he's a key player with those two other individuals. It's now, you know, sort of sad to think all of them have now passed. Uh, just a remarkable sense of sort of who he was, if, you, if you've if you ever seen that film. So talk, we'll talk a little bit about, more about this uncompromising nature. One of the things that, that, uh, that where it showed most prominently was in his relationship with Martin Luther King. So they were roughly contemporaries. Yeah. Uh, and he was never a great supporter of Dr. King. He talked about how he did not believe in Dr. King's message of passive resistance. The Civil Rights Movement had a lot of leaders, and Martin was his probably number one leader. And his philosophy was passive uh, resistance. And I am totally against passive resistance or nonviolence. Nonviolence is something that's applicable to all human beings. You know, all of us should not be violent. But that's not a movement. A movement is proactive. 
Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's interesting because that was a real divide at the time. There were people who were supportive of Malcolm X, who was a bit more militant about the need for not using only passive uh, resistance to actually fight for the rights that, that black individuals needed in this country. And he was more in that camp. And a lot of what he uh, supported has been sort of borne out in yeah. history. Although, as important as Martin Luther King is, uh, a lot of people have looked back and really respect sort of the methodology of Malcolm X and people like that. At the time. It's interesting to think you, you never really hear about people departing, except for Malcolm X, maybe, about people departing from. You don't hear uh, it that often. Dr. King's message, and and for better or for worse, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to come down minds, yeah. differing minds, but. But it nevertheless shows the sort of the, the obviously the intelligence of Jim Brown, but the gravitas that there were people who followed Jim Brown and, and, and really believed in his message. And he was uncompromising until late in life. He talked very recently in the last couple of years about how he felt that racism was alive and well in this country. And he still believed that there was he really had his message for 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 youth, for black youth was. Let's not be pleased with what we've obtained. Let's fight for more because really, if you dig beneath the surface a little bit, you're going to see the same old evil that always existed here. You're very, very proud of that. You're exactly right. And we take it for granted now that so many athletes are outspoken. You know, LeBron James uh, speaks on these issues all the time. And occasionally you'll hear some some people from the right say like, hey, shut up and dribble. But that's less frequent now. It's more acceptable to be outspoken. But in Jim Brown's time, it was really Muhammad Ali, him and Kareem. Abdul-Jabbar and then every other athlete was like we'll stay in our lane we'll just play our sport we'll entertain the masses but we're not going to get involved and he was really courageous to do so LeBron James to his credit has has acknowledged that he's standing on the shoulders of these giants uh, of Jim Brown in particular and, and I think that's absolutely true uh so now his passing and we talked to I mean let's go back to athletics like I mean, everybody's sort of bolstered a little bit in in death, right? The greatest football player ever. Let me give you a few. Let me give you a few stats. He stands alone, kind of like a Wilt Chamberlain type figure, and I'll tell you why. He averaged 104 yards a game for his career. We still look at football running backs and say 100 yard games a pretty good a pretty good game to uh, you know you you aim for that, but you don't look to average that. Guys like Wilt Chamberlain would average 50 points a season. He averaged over 100 yards a game. It gives you a sense that he was just dominant during his era. And he was such a big star that it it translated off the field. And he's one of the first people to sort of really be a top flight athlete and then get into movies. He was in The Dirty Dozen in 1966. He played Robert Jefferson. It's a huge blockbuster type movie. And he's right there in the center of the film starring in one of these legendary classics. He gets a contract from MGM Studios after that. And he's in movie after movie. And that really paves the way. Now athletes are in movies all the time. It's really because of Jim Brown. That's right. All right. Uh, great guy. Somebody my father growing up thought yeah. was a legend and spoke of reverently. Uh, it's a big loss. And it's a, it's a big loss. He was 87 years old, long illness. His time had come. And, you know, we uh, more celebrate his life than, than mourn his loss. But uh, impressive guy, Jim Brown. Absolutely. Absolutely.